Hello, this is your self-help podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive. With insights for personal branding, personal development, publishing, and interviews with young entrepreneurs. Now here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hey, now if you're hungry and ready for change, this is the podcast to listen to. Now let's get started today. Hey, another great day here and another edition of your self-help podcast. And today on the subject to do with personal branding and personal development, I have Dr. Joyce with me. She's a life coach and assessment counselor. Dr. Joyce, you're welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Great. I'm here from Accra, Ghana. Amazing, isn't it? The technology that we can talk to together for from so far away. That is the power of technology. So, Dr. Joyce, can you tell us a little bit more about you, how you got into life coaching, assessment, your journey so far, and what we can learn from you? Okay, it's a loaded question because there's a lot of questions within the question. But I grew up in a family of nine. I had seven brothers, six brothers and sisters besides myself, and we were poor. So I had to go work and learn a lot at a very early age. Uh, my parents could not afford to send us to school, so I became a model, and that's how I made my money. I worked in retail stores, so that's how I learned about fashion, and I just fell in love with every aspect of the charm and modeling industry and went into the image industry in 1985. I went into the image industry and joined AICI, the Association of Image Consultants International, and that is the premier image association. And they have their statuses, and I'm certified image. That is the top of what you can get, and I was the first one, so it was thrilling. Uh, so uh, that's kind of a sum up in a very short version. Do you want a longer version? <laughs> Okay, we'll delve into uh, more detail about your life. So you started as a model. Well, as a model, I learned how to do makeup, how to have good posture, how to do all the things that the people that are in the image consultant field, field do. And obviously, I didn't learn how to talk <laughs> because I keep, because Skype does that to you sometimes. There's a relapse. Anyway, uh, I am uh, very uh, fortunate to have become someone that is very fully branded and somebody that uh, has some secrets along the way of what I've learned of what works in technology, and I'm very excited about learning more. Great. So now let's let's get into the subject of image building. You've been all sides. You weren't born in the technology age, but you've adapted so fast, and you're using that to expand your business as a model, learning, craft, beauty, and also as a speaker, assessment counselor. Now, would you, would you say the difference, what does technology really aid you in building an image as a person? Well, to build an image, you have to have self-confidence. And if you don't have self-confidence, you're not going to really win at anything you try to do. So it's very important to have the look, have the walk, walk the talk, and be able to go on and keep up your looks for as long as you can. But more importantly than looks on the outside are how you are on the inside. And a lot of people don't get that, and then they don't become as successful 
because of it. So it's very important to keep that in mind, that it's inner beauty, because we all age and we all get things on our face that are old, look old, or, or we don't have the same physique or that we had, uh, but the inner beauty is always there. So that's what I concentrate on. So the first thing to start building a good uh, image is look at what the inner beauty first, then we, we then look at the outer. Is that right? Yes. You know, I always tell people that come into my office that if you have outer beauty that you're upset about, that's easy. You could fix that, hair color, makeup, you could fix that. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to fix an ugly person from the inside. Somebody that has a problem with blaming people, makes you feel guilty, someone who's not nice. It's uh, To me, I think that if I have one secret about the image industry, that is it. That I am me, I am real, and I like. there's a likability factor that people have to like you. And if they don't like you, then they're not going to friend you or follow you. And the last time I looked, I had 565,000 followers on Twitter. So it, it changes. It varies because they do their cleanups and that type of thing. But I uh, hear from so many people all over the world uh, through these sources. Uh, and Google Plus is another one where I started a maybe five weeks ago and have 4,000 people have me in circles. So uh, it's not because I'm doing anything anyone else can't do. It's just because I do it and they don't. You have to do what you say you're going to do and you have to set goals and make sure that you're going to meet them. And and I do. I, I don't look at my age. I look at what I can do today. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that answers that. So like the statement you made, it's difficult to fix someone who is ugly inward. That's right. How do you do that? How do you take somebody who has hatred inside and make them have love inside? I try. I work with people on their inner image, but I think some people, well, if you look at Maslow's chart, are you familiar with Maslow, Abraham yeah, yeah, Maslow? Yeah, exactly. If you look at that chart, only 2 to 5% reach self-actualization. So if you don't have that self-actualization, if you haven't gotten to the self-esteem level, how could you go further up to the self-actualization level? So if there's only 2 to 5% of us with that, there's a lot of ugly people out there. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that need some work, uh, but they don't know they need some work because they're so full of hate, they can't love. Mm. Yeah. So then how do we go in the process of helping people to reimagine themselves, remodel themselves into a more positive, admirable image from within before we can work on the outside? Well, the very first thing is that they have to want it. Mm. If they don't want it, you can't do it. It's like a driving a horse to, to drink. You can't do it. You can't, you can't make them drink the water. And so it's very important that the person comes to you and says, people tell me I'm ugly on the inside or people tell me that I turn them off or I says, always say something wrong. And then you could help them. But if they're not ready, if they're not that level yet, then you can't. So the first thing is a willingness to change or willingness to see yourself do better. Then we can start the process of reimagining or remodeling a person. So what has been your most challenging thing in trying to help people model themselves to build a better image of themselves? Most challenging things you've gone through over the years? Attitude. Mm. It doesn't matter how much education you have, where you live, how much money you have. It has to do with attitude. If they have an attitude, for example, I'll give you my attitude. 
I love all people everywhere, all over the world. I don't have room in my heart for hate. But many people have had life's experiences enter in, and instead of using it as a lesson, they use it as a bad thing. I take my lessons, and believe me, I've had them. But I make them more into successes. Not that, so it's not a, a bad thing. Failure is a part of success. You have to move forward from failure. And many people just cannot because they haven't gotten past that up to the self-esteem level on Maslow's chart. It's, it's interesting to know that. So what has been most fulfilling time for you as you help people model themselves or to counsel them? Uh, what do you find fulfilling in, in, in that aspect? Well, I've had some good experiences with really difficult situations. For example, I had a, a very prominent family in the uh, Michigan area bring their daughter to me who had been in a coma for a month. They said, we need you to help her to talk, to walk, to think. And I had the honor of working with her for one year. And she owns her own business now. She talked. You walk, she, it's as if she wasn't in the coma. To me, that's really such a heartfelt experience to be able to help somebody of that magnitude. I had another woman who was uh, wanting to be president of the American Veterinarian Association, and she uh, didn't know what to do. She didn't have the look, the walk, the talk, any of that. I worked with her for about two months, and she became the first woman entrepreneur president of the American Veterinarian Association. Those are the kinds of things I remember that I've done. Otherwise, I just help people go from point A to point B. Wow, that's, that, that is great. That is inspiring. That, that is inspiring. I like that. Can you take us through what typical process that you take any of your clients through, even in, a, in little areas? You can pick a typical story that the so-and-so came of this particular situation and wanted to go to point C, and these are the steps you, you, you took the person through, some basic thing that lets know how to end. Well, the first thing that I do, that it's a, that's a loaded question too, but the first thing that I do is that I give them a, an assessment. I am an assessment counselor certified in all the various, like the MBTI, which is the Myers-Briggs assessment, but I also use DISC and Metrics and very many other assessments and help them to self-develop. If they don't, uh, if they're at a point where they don't have the self-esteem necessary, then we have to get them there. And I go through a course with them to get them through the self-esteem and personal development part. From there, once they have the, oh, I feel great about myself attitude, then we could move up to a point B where I can work with them on whatever it is they want to be. Let's say somebody wants to be a an image consultant, because that's my field, so we'll go there. And um, But they don't have any clue about how to do that. So I give them all the information that they need. I talk to them once a month or as many times as they need, mentor them. I'm always there for them via phone or Skype or any other means of communication that we have technologically. And uh, then we that's step two. And then step three is they... They're an image consultant. They're working as an image consultant, and many of them want to do fashion, personal shopping. Uh, some of them want to be makeup artists. Others want to be media consultants. There's so many different forms of image consultants. And so then I help them once they have reached that point, and then they're at point C. 
So instead of the assessments, that's the basic foundation, then based on that. I think I, I've taken a dex text for myself and also got to know what are my, my area of strength and weakness and what I need to focus on and how to also help myself. Yes, I do a lot of assessments. One of them is a, is a made by the University of uh, Tennessee called the Hartman Index, and that tells you how someone thinks, mm-hmm. and it's scientific. It's scientific, and so if somebody thinks, I despise myself. That's what they think. That's one of the questions, the answers you have to, to the questions they have. And if somebody thinks that way, well, you're not going to go anywhere if you mm-hmm. despise yourself. You have to be able to look in the mirror and say, I'm attractive. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beautiful on the inside. I can do this. You have to be able to do that. Many people have dreams without actually working on them. Uh, dreams are, are just goals that haven't been accomplished yet. And so many people have the dream, but they just don't take the steps. Uh, I'll share with you that I've been um, that, well, I haven't been diagnosed as a child, but I don't see like other people see. I have a vision difficulties. And so I had to create a vision for other people and the world. And I think that's what sets me apart from a lot of people where I have such empathy for people all over that I want to help them, that I want to do everything I can. So, for example, on Google, a lot of people are selling their books and selling their products and selling themselves, and I don't do that. Mm. I go on there and help I help the people. I share things people are putting up. I give them really impressive websites. I tell them that if they need help, please call me. I'll help them. And so that's what I think a vision I have because I don't have the peripheral vision or the depth perception that other people have. So I don't think it is a failure of God or anything like that. I feel it's a, it's a, it's a gift to me so I could be who I am. Does that make sense? Exactly. So, Dr. Joyce, how are social media? Uh, I know you, I've been following you on Twitter and uh, keep on retweeting and enjoying your post. Uh, how are social media enhanced the image building process of you and also how you use it to help others? Oh, I love that question because I think social media rocks. I think it's the greatest thing since cottage cheese. <laughs> it is really a way for you to get known all over the world. But how you get known? I don't want to get known as I'm all that. I'm not all that. I'm just a person who works hard. Uh, but I, I have over five, a half million on Twitter because I interact with them. Because when they mention, I thank them for it. Because when they, uh, I've had people ask me questions and say to me, I don't know what to, uh, do. Does this and that? And I have to explain to them, I'm not, I'm not a real doctor. I'm a PhD, uh, but I'll try to answer your question in, in 140 characters or less. It's a little difficult. Um, if I don't write as much as you want, put up pictures, so I'll, uh, but I'll wait and see. Anyway, so that's what happened um, uh, on on Twitter and Google Plus and on Facebook. I like it for pages because there are three pages up about my books, about but I about my uh, image. And just a Dr. Joyce page. But what I do on those pages, I don't promote myself. Other people may promote themselves, but I don't promote myself. So I feel that the energy I give makes the synergy between the people and myself. And I've been, I, this branding thing is I am known. 
I had an experience. I judged a beauty pageant about three years ago, and the photographer came up to me and he said, you're Joyce Knudsen, I know you from Twitter. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I mean, people just know what people say to me everywhere I go. I mention your name. People don't know who you are. Well, I think that's great branding, don't you? Exactly. People know your name? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I think the social sites are wonderful. They take a lot of time. Uh, that's definitely a, a time-consuming thing. But I see it as a building the Joyce, you know, ladder. I see it as that because everything you do, let's say I spend three hours a day on Google+. Plus. Well, once you have 10,000 people have you in their circles, you don't have to do that all the time. Once you have 500,000 people following you on Twitter, you can stop. I'm building the stairway of joys, you know, up uh, up the ladder, and and uh, but I'm not doing it for that reason. That and that comes across. I'm doing it because I love to do it, and I love to help people because people will ask you questions, and people will call you based on your social media numbers. They will. They they look good. It makes you look like a star. I just got an email from somebody uh, uh, from Twitter that said I'm in the top ten percent. Of Twitter people, I don't know what they call of tweets. I'm in the top ten percent. So, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Now, it's it's amazing that most people join social networking sites maybe to uh, the keyword is promote themselves as they want to brand themselves. But you, all these years, your main goal is to provide value for people, is to help people. How has this helped advance your business? Your goal is not to promote what you, what you do, but you're solely helping and interacting with people. That is the connection economy. How has this really helped advance your business? I'm in my 70th year, and so I've had blessings beyond blessings. So I pay it forward. I'm not doing it to get business. I have business. But you do get business from doing it because people get to know you, and let's say they're, they're interested in becoming an assessment counselor or they're interested in becoming an image consultant. Well, then they, they look at all that they're doing their research and they're doing all their homework and say, my goodness, you know, she's on YouTube, she's on, got her me- a media site, she's all these things. And so I'm going to take the course from her. So yes, I do get business from it. But that isn't the reason I do it. It really isn't. It's, uh, the reason I do it is because I love people. I love the interaction. Another reason I do it is because I'm homebound because of my vision. So I don't get out much. I don't drive anymore. Um, because of double vision. So I take a negative and I turn it into a positive, as we say here in America, I turn lemon into lemonade. Mm. And so that's why I do it. There's no other reason that I do it. I just enjoy it. I think if you do something because you enjoy it, uh, it's a karma. Mm. And, and people will feel why, why you're doing it. Where if they see somebody, uh, constantly promoting themselves, there's a girl on, um, that I know that started at the same time I did on Google Plus. She has 500 people putting her into circles and I have 4,000. Now there's a reason for that. People don't want uh, to hear about, they don't care about your logo. They don't mm-hmm. care about the name of your company. They, they care about, are you a good person? Do you enrich their lives? Do you make, I try to make people laugh. I have a, a great sense of humor. You know, so I find humor in everything. So I take a negative all the time. You give me any negative, whatever it is, and for 69 years I have 
made the control positive. So I just think there's a lot of people in their 20s. You could be old in your 20s and young in your 70s. But yes, uh, that's uh, the way uh, the way it works as far as um, getting known out there. People that aren't known well get known. Well, what do you want to get known for? Do you, do you want to get known for talking about yourself all the time? I don't enjoy hearing about other people's stuff. If I want to find them, I'll go to the About on Google+, Plus and I'll look, and I'll find their website, I'll go see what they do. But I'm not going to tell them. I may put an interview like this up and say how exciting it was for me to have an interview, like every 30 posts, but I don't uh, I don't promote myself. I like your philosophy, and I like that that's very important to really help people to uh, focus on them and not you. And in doing that, you rather even leveraging what you have and also has become a good karma for you because you are sowing seeds to help people. And I also buy into that, that uh, ability to be able to offer value to people or ways to help people. And I'm glad. Yeah, you have a large following on Twitter, about almost half, half a million uh, followers, and you have inspiring I mean, tweets and retweets and thank. And I think these are little things that everyone can do, but most of the time we don't even focus on that. It's like, oh, it's about me, personal brand, it's me, it's me, it's me. And uh, that's it's great. Well, the thing is, is, how did we meet? How did you know about me? Social sites. Exactly. Right? <laughs> So it, so many people are asking me to do television, radio, articles. Uh, you know, you can't sit on your laurels. You have to constantly make time. And I time is my biggest commodity. I just don't have a lot of time because I'm doing a lot of things. But just to give you an example, two days ago, I went and got a smartphone. I didn't think I could ever see a smartphone. But I found a Galaxy Note, and it's a, a little bigger than other cell the cell phones and the messaging is fantastic all you have to do is press the microphone and talk and the types for you mm-hmm. so I, I love all the new technology and I love meeting all the new people uh, so I don't see how it hurts anybody by being on social it doesn't hurt uh, it only could help great Dr. Joyce valuable information shared and I love this uh, I'm looking forward to have a couple of more information more things like this to share with you so if you had to recommend any book to people, what would they be? The E-Myth Revisited or uh, People That Are Successful books. There's a newspaper called Investor's Business Daily. I don't do uh, investing, but I get the paper because on the third page or so of the paper, it has something called Leaders and Success. I always cut that page out and read them so I can learn from people that have made it. I really enjoy something most people don't. I enjoy knowing and being with successful people. Most people don't want to be with successful people. They hate you or they envy you or they they don't want to have anything to do with you because they're uncomfortable. It's out of their comfort zone. So the kind of books that I recommend are, obviously, I've written a lot of books. I, I have one that's coming out uh, any minute. It's called the Communication Handbook, and it's all about communication. People need to read that kind of book because you need to know how to communicate. <laughs> because with the business I'm in, I work with the parents, behavior and communication. So I tell them to, be, to read books on behavior and communication as well as parents. But they, they would get that from working with me. My last question I always ask, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world? That's a very good last question. Um, Be yourself. Don't try to be a copy of somebody else. Um, 
we're all here for a reason and we're all unique. So be yourself. Don't be an imitation of someone else and look for your good qualities and don't think of anything as a weakness. It's an underdeveloped strength. Should you want to make it a strength, you can. But for example, I don't do math. <laughs> My left brain doesn't like math or figures or numbers and I really can't see them anyway, so that's good. So what I do is I hire someone to do those types of things for me. So it's an underdeveloped strength that I choose not to develop. But there are underdeveloped strengths I choose to develop, like getting more knowledge about various industries and not just staying in one industry, going across industries. Well, that's great. I, I like that. So where can one connect with Dr. Joyce after this? Well, Amazon.com is uh, where all my books are, and the new one will be probably this next week. Uh, so it's brand new. But DrJoyceKnudsen.com, that's D-R-J-O-Y-C-E-K-N-U-D-S-E-N.com. Uh, they can, it won't be taken Amazon from there, but it'll talk about all the various things that I do. Is that what you wanted? Exactly. That's, that's good. So I'll- I'll link the it's up in the show notes for people to connect with you and the resources too. Great, I'll do that. Thank you so much, Dr. Joyce, for great information inside share with us that you are a giver and you love all people, you connect, you communicate, and this is way to build a good brand uh, image of yourself by helping others. And there's nothing like weakness or uh, just make sure you turn all your bats into something good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And at this time, I want to recommend my two latest books on Amazon. That is The No-Nonsense Guide to Personal Branding for Career Success. You could just Google the name Bennett Kelvin Clive or the title and also get a copy of the book. If you want to become an author or you're writing a book or need some guidelines in publishing, get a book Why Every Entrepreneur Must Write a Book. That is Why Every Entrepreneur Must Write a Book. Get a copy on Amazon today. The best is yours.